0: Welcome to the Macro Millionaire Podcast with Jesse and Erica Dale, where we explore how to get the most out of life, focusing on purpose, passion, and prosperity.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to, to uh, Meet Whenever with I'm excited about the next couple of episodes. Um, you know, we, we talked about having an abundant life. And that includes all aspects of your life. So since it's February, we figured we would uh, go and venture into the relationship and the love topics and how to have an abundant life in your romantic relationships. So Jesse and I are going to dive into uh, kind of how, how we met, how we got started. It was actually six years ago on Valentine's Day.
0: So today we're, we're going to dive into... Our thoughts on what should and shouldn't happen. How do you meet people nowadays? Should you do the online thing, uh, and then what should those first dates look like? And we're definitely not experts in the matter. Uh, both divorce folks, <laughs> uh, however, Which I think
1: gives us a little bit of experience.
0: <laughs> however, and I think we'll talk about some of this today in our in our first dating experience, but. I read when I got divorced, I read all of the, I didn't know it at the time, well, some of them I knew, but all of the sleazy, dating books uh-huh. you know like just the the sleazy ones that you see online
1: oh tell us what ones yeah what i do don't mean? know they
0: were nonsense like you know like how to make all the club girls fall for you without trying and <laughs> just, you know they're all just based on like scarcity um type uh, psychology and That's walk away and, yeah but <clears throat> you know i also read you know, and I read some of those just not knowing better, you know, they were, they kind of were cloaked it as, you know, build a relationship or, you know, meet women in today or whatever. And uh, I also dove into a lot of relationship books as far as what makes relationships work, uh, what doesn't make them, the five love languages, and things of that nature. So
1: Awesome. Yeah. Now yeah. that they
0: think I'm a bag, why don't you tell them how we
1: <laughs> I think that, I mean, you guys, if you, you've you been following us for a while, you know we are into <laughs> growth and into personal development. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me now that Jesse read the, the good ones, not the sleazy ones. I'm actually very surprised about that. But... Um, because that's what he does. He always wants to learn how can he be better. And so we, uh, met back in 2014 and we met online, which Mm -hmm. pretty crazy. I always said I would never do the online dating thing. Um, but back then I worked from home and I, I really, my life was working from home and going to the gym. And when I'm at the gym, I don't really communicate with people. I don't like to, to socialize during my gym time. And so I just got to the point where I'm like, I don't know when, I'll, when else I'm going to find someone. So let me dig into this thing. So we were both on Match.com. Um, and there's so many things out there we can give you advice. Mm. But it was pretty cool how we met because I had been on for just a little while. And I'm not sure how long you were on. But uh, I was ready to get off. I was ready to be done. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to give this thing one more shot. And so I actually extended my area... Uh, 15 miles because I I didn't live where we live now and I extended my age group or age (laughs) range up to one more year and lo and behold the first match that I made was Jesse and it was pretty cool. Um, We had a lot of things in common. He had a lot of experience in the health and fitness world and, and things I wanted to move into and so my first message to him was just that. I wanted to pick his brain about um, bodybuilding, and how I could get on stage, and that kind of thing, and it just kind of blossomed from there.
0: Yeah, so what was your experience? Were, would you tell the listeners, hey, Match is great, you know, I found my, my one and only, or, or would would you advise against Match, or?
1: I mean, I...
0: Or any I, online dating, I thought I think Match is one of the better ones.
1: Yeah, but. I my two cents about that is, if you're going to do the online dating, I would do one that you're going to invest in. You're going to pay for. I think that they just have a little bit more um, higher quality. And I'm not saying that you can't find someone. I have a girlfriend that's getting married in May that met on Tinder. So I'm not knocking other ones. But in my personal experience, I was on some of the free ones. And it was, you want to hook up. I'm in town for the night. You want to hook up. And I'm like, that's not why I was on here. Now, maybe you're on for different reasons. I don't know. Um, but yes, I would I would recommend it as a source, as a tool. What about you?
0: I, I would say I agree. The paid for ones, I think you're gonna see less sleaze balls at. I mean, it's you gotta have skin in the game. Yeah. I mean, are you taking this serious or not? My experience with online dating was was fantastic. I mean, even like the one bomb date I had where she was just incredibly incredibly nervous and like was showing me pictures of her ex-husband and saying I look just like him <laughs> but, yeah it was it, it was awkward but she, she was a very kind-hearted person that that's as bad as I can say I I didn't experience any of the horror stories no
1: I didn't either yeah I think I was just ready for seriousness and the majority of people I met were not and so that was kind of my turnoff
0: yeah and well and I would say that like, for me Although I have nothing negative to say about online dating, I don't think, and I'm glad I was on it because that's how we met, but I don't think it was an appropriate platform for me. Mm-hmm. Newly coming out of a divorce, rebuilding your yourself, refinding your identity. And for me, it was just too much availability.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I don't think that our brains are built to have so many choices in our partner. And I think that, you know, I wonder how that ties to maybe the divorce rate. It's so easy to get into a relationship, you know, so maybe if you had to work a little harder to get into that relationship. Like I always say at the sixth grade school dance, I had to muster up two hours of courage. Or actually, I remember once we were roller skating and literally they were playing the last roller skating t- uh, in fifth grade, the last roller skating song. And it, it took me that long to finally ask this girl to, like, skate with me. You know, my palm is so sweaty as I'll get up. And I was a popular fifth grader, too. You know, I wasn't, like, asking the fifth grade homecoming queen or, or nothing like that. It was just a girl I had a crush on. Uh, but I, I feel that builds character. I wasn't able to just swipe left, swipe right, oh and hide gosh. behind a, a computer screen.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And I think, I mean, I think we're both in agreement that having... You're out on a date with this girl or this guy you meet on an online dating site, and you know that there are four, five, six, sure. ten other people yeah. in that inbox, and it is ever flowing, right? Yeah. And so, because the company does a really good job of matching you with people, that's what it's all about. And so you're on this date, and maybe one little thing, like you're like, meh I I think I'm gonna try who else is in this inbox, and it's just like you you tend to not even overlook the little things. Because right. you wonder what's next. You wonder what else is out there. The next best thing. It's like a going to the buffet. Jesse uses buffet analogies a lot. You know, like, <laughs> oh, well, on a buffet, I can just get little this, little that, little this, sample this, try that. And it's okay, right? I paid for it. And it's kind of the same thing with online dating um, where there's just an endless buffet of people. And it's it's hard to maybe make that decision to settle down and to get rid of it. But one of my best friends met her soon-to-be husband on an online dating. And the second they had a a serious phone call, now they were long distance, they both shut down their their sites. Mm, And I think that's huge. Give the person a shot before you get back onto that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think... Nowadays, I think you can make anything work if you go within the right mindset. So I would not say don't do online dating, yeah. but go in with the right mindset. Go in, and actually, this kind of leads to our next uh, topic. Is so, what about that first date? A lot of a lot of the books that I read. They were like, oh, you got to keep it totally yeah. superficial, joking, de- don't talk about anything deep. And it's, these were the good and the bad books. They actually, both said this. They're yeah. like, you know, you're going to scare them away if you talk about, you know, I don't know, the big three, money, religion, or whatever, you know, whatever yeah, the third one was, it. politics. Um, but to me, that didn't vibe. Uh, that wasn't authentic to me. And I know I probably did push away. um some initial dates because that, that's the, I want to get into like what are their aspirations what are their goals so I was really big into psychology at the time this mm-hmm. particular the psychology of of our mind and our brains and dating and whatnot so you know what was your views or what, what's a female standpoint about that if a guy like is getting deep on that those first couple of dates is that a big turnoff like these books say
1: I mean I think it's definitely person to person I don't think that mm-hmm. we can blanket that answer but. For me, I mean, I have a master's in psychology, so <laughs> I geek out on those kinds of things. But I think if you're looking for something serious, I think putting it all out there uh, is yeah. the way to go.
0: Yeah. Um, Our friend getting married, they, they oh my I gosh, mean... <laughs> they had a
1: very very like, they had a two hour conversation. She hung up, called her best friend, was in the middle of that phone call and was like, she had she had some things uh, that are probably make it or break it in some relationship. Yeah, sure, sure. And she's like, I need, I just need to tell them. And you tell him, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, just maybe tomorrow." She's like, "No, no." But she hung up on the girl, called him back, and just laid it all out in the line. And they're getting married in April, so it, it worked. But I think if you're truly looking for something serious, especially as you get older, I didn't want to play the games. I didn't want. I mean, I knew all the games. I knew the the things that you know we talked about on some of our dates. I didn't want to do those things because mm-hmm. I just felt fake, and like you said, being authentic was very important to me. So, yeah, I mean, our first date, we we dove right in, and I really, really liked that. Um, you know, I got to understand Jesse's brain and the things he was interested in, and you know, he told me that he had read all these books because he was divorced, and mm-hmm. he never wanted to experience that again. And so, he wanted to better himself rather than blaming whatever happened in that marriage to lead to divorce, he wanted to take responsibility. And that, I mean, for me, that turned me on, right? I wanted to know more. I wanted to know about who you were and Um, so yeah, and I, I would,
0: I would be an arguer for, for going, if that's your authentic self, if you're just kind of a playful private or private person with those, those thoughts, then I think that that's how you should be. But I think people have our, our brains, it's proven they have a meter. They don't know like, oh, you're not being authentic or you're pretending to be funny or you're pretending to be deep that you will, you won't pick that up, but you'll just pick up on authentic authenticity Yeah. And you'll just not be attracted or connected to that person. They prove that a lot in like sales. you know, in sales, you just say what really is what's going on. Yeah. you know you're, yeah. if you just say what is genuinely and authentically on your mind, it's gonna be picked up or not.
1: right? You know? and I mean, your your authentic self is going to come out. So for me, it's like, why not let's let's just get it out. Let's see if if we mesh, right? Yeah, we're going yeah, to have, we're gonna have arguments. We're gonna have differences. that's that's human nature, but if there are deal breakers right away, like why waste time? Why wait until you know two years into the relationship to learn about these deal breakers that can't go backward?
0: Yeah, and you know I would say like uh, like our friend was very upfront. I I dated one person for a bit, and I don't remember if I think we might have met online. And she waited until I think an inappropriate amount of time uh, to let me know about um, like an STD that she had. Now it was not; it was she was not a promiscuous person at all. Actually, it's a travesty how she got this. It was complete, you know, travesty. Um, And she's a great human being, but I felt that that should have been breached way earlier in the uh, in the dating relationship. Yeah,
1: that's pretty big.
0: You know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) pretty big. I know. I mean, you. you you talk about this and if you guys are listening like chime in shoot us messages or, or uh, share our podcast and share maybe something that that you think should be approached immediately or that should be hidden that should be yeah you know, i think um if you have children that should be brought out yeah. if you can't have children that that may be a topic that's it yeah. is important i
0: think a lot of the dating sites uh, have that as you know yeah like, you yeah
1: know. but unfortunately that's that's also like we can lie and we can right. put who we think people want us to be. Um, you know, and I, I think that it is important just to kind of be who you are. And um, But I think where the fear comes in is a lot of times we, we go into those situations and we are desperately looking for a match. And right. We're looking for love and we're looking for that comfort. And so a lot of times we feel like, well, if I'm not myself, I might not get that. And that, I mean, I did that for years when I was starting relationships and dating and I would, oh, well, they don't like this. So I just won't bring that up. And anyway, it was really cool with Jesse because I had recently just kind of come into my own shell and and learned more of who I was and I didn't have to BS anything with you. Mm. You know, I just, this is it. This is what I've done. This is where I've been. This is, um, where I want to go type of thing. And,
0: yeah, we, that was pretty cool. we were very, very deep on the first date and very honest, and I thought it was a great, a great first date. Uh, I think another thing that, going back to the online that you need to be aware of, I think there's, there's going to be a lot of fearful people online or people that are, are, are masking their low self-esteem because mm. um, that's you know you typically I think you might see that more in the male end than the the female end I think like when a male is going through a divorce they're like the first to hop on you know the dating sites mm. you know so that is something to be aware of and I think that because your psych- psychology background you were aware of that and I didn't admit that it was fear of, of connection or, or fear of uh, getting in a relationship but it, it absolutely was that and you kind of recognize that
1: yeah for sure you know? and I think uh, I mean I think Organic, I think Jesse and I would both agree that, you know, organic meetings are yeah. the best. But in this day and age I think that they're also a lot harder. Um, because we are just on on the go and fast paced and we're an online community, we're an online society. Um, so I think online dating is, is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. So how about that first date? I mean, if you're a single listener out there and you know, you're know you going to wow someone with that first date, what do you do? Oh, I, used, I used to research. I, I felt like I had some really good first dates. You well, know? Let's talk
1: about that first date. So I lived about an hour and a half um, from Jesse, and it was Valentine's Day. We live in Indiana, so it was a snowstorm. Um, and I was about an hour late for our date. <laughs> I, thought I, I don't set ever up. like. I'm not a late person, but I was driving an hour and a half in the snowstorm. Um, and of course, luckily, I mean, I was in communication with him, so hopefully, he really did think I was yeah. on my way. Um, so I got there late. He had a bouquet of pre-workout samples that he had put together <laughs> the it was
0: c4 bouquet honestly
1: like one of the coolest things i've ever had in my 35 years of life um you know it wasn't it was unique it was different and i'm not a crafty person I oh it was <laughs> awesome it was awesome if you follow me on facebook you'll probably see a picture of it tomorrow or, or in the next couple days but um we went to a uh, murder mystery like dinner.
0: Yeah, which sounded so cool. Yeah. It, you know?
1: all, all he told me was to save my carbs, right? So we track macronutrients and he said, save your carbs. And I'm thinking, all right, Italian, like what are we doing? I just couldn't figure it out. And so we go to this downtown bar that has a murder mystery upstairs type thing. And um, it definitely sounded cool. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> no, we, we
0: had, uh, they do them in groups, and I think there was like 18 people in the group, and I don't know if everyone knew each other or what, but we just, just felt like the red-headed stepchildren. We
1: were the yeah. we ordered drinks, it was a Friday night, we ordered, uh, like, At a two bar, I mean, yeah. There, there was a bar, and you would have thought we were sitting in the front row of church, like, yeah, a drink. Yeah, for real. It looked like all eyes <laughs> on us, and then they um, awkwardly passed out, like, little scripts, for you to be a part of this murder mystery, and it was it was just weird. Yeah. So that part was kind of a fail, um, <laughs> and you couldn't really get to know each other during that. Yeah. Big group the food people, was was not that great, either. and the food wasn't good. But yeah. from there.
0: Well, from there, we went to, and neither one of us are are smokers, but we went to a cigar bar uh, called Nikki Blaine's. But they have a really intimate atmosphere. I don't know what led us there. I really don't. Um, I I maybe have been there once or twice. Um, But from there, we just went and talked literally the rest of the night. You know, I think had uh, had a few drinks and just you know really really got to dive in and get to know each other. I think yeah. we talked about the love languages and
1: so that's where that that deep conversation came into play. Yeah. And we talked about we did we talked about the five love languages, um, and like I said, like for me, just him knowing a lot of the psychology and the books he had read, and that was a huge turn on for me because. That's what I've spent the last six years of my life doing up to that point.
0: Yeah. Well, this probably infringes on... Because we're going to do this in a series, a love series, if you (laughs) will. This probably infringes on, but I really feel that... uh, what we saw in each other, the initial attraction was that growth mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just getting back from from living in non-growth-driven lifestyle to a growth-driven lifestyle, getting back into Jesus, getting back into reading, getting back into personal development, business development. And I feel like you were too. We were kind of similarly. And I didn't realize this actually until I didn't realize that I was attracted to this. You know, my brain just saw a hot girl, you know, but I, I think that, my subconscious was really what's driving the boat, and mm-hmm. that's what I, I I ultimately fell in love with.
1: Oh, good thing for that subconscious, <laughs> <laughs> might not have made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, I mean we're embarking on six years of dating, and it'll be three years of marriage this year. And um, I think though for us, and we'll dive into this on on a couple ongoing episodes, but the lessons we've learned from the past. We mm. both come from extraordinary families. Our parents are both still married, um, which is almost unheard of yeah. in, in 2020. Uh, his mom and dad have been married for over 50 years, mine for, it be 36 years, 37 wow. years this year. And so for us to both be divorced, is kind of like, whoa, you know. Um, so it, it, it can happen anywhere. It can happen to anyone. But I think we learned a lot of life lessons and relationships and what to do, what not to do, and how to make a long lasting relationship, how to work on the relationship. So I think we'll definitely dive into some key factors there.
0: Yeah. So in closing, do you talk about your deal breakers on the first date or is that presumptuous? I think I did. You know, like I think smoking was a deal breaker. Working out might have been one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that it's – I think it's important. I think yeah. – Want to know what your deal breakers are and to know the things that you're willing to negotiate on. Yeah.
0: Or maybe um, not call them deal breakers. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah.
1: Like when I was dating, I was okay with dating someone that had kids, but I was not okay with meeting their children right away. Right. So that's right. highly inappropriate. And yeah. this is my opinion. You're entitled to your own, but um, – I just didn't feel, especially working with, with kiddos and, and foster kids and things like that, you know, I'd seen a lot of traumatic events and that was part of it. So I think it's okay. Yeah. I think that you you should know yourself enough to know what you will tolerate, what you won't tolerate, um, and to stick to that because I think oftentimes we settle
0: and we allow
1: yeah. things like, oh, well, I think right. I could deal with that. And really, it will creep back up if you don't truly – uh, allow yourself to be able to handle it. Yeah.
0: So kind of in, in recap, and I'm looking forward to uh, continuing this series, uh, getting deeper into relationships and the psychology of, and whatnot. But I would say that yeah, give online as a tool. Um, just be uh, p- be prepared to use that tool uh, in the appropriate way, and be prepared who may be using it in the inappropriate way. Yeah. But I, I would give my uh, I'd give a hesitant but a, an ultimate thumbs up to to online as as an option. Uh, and then, um uh, secondly, I would say, I would say, be authentic and go deep, you know,
1: yeah I put love that. put it,
0: put it out there,
1: put it out there. I mean, what do you have to lose that's that's kind of my motto, like, what do you have to lose when you're just being yourself, you're being who you are, and I'll leave you with this. Don't take advice from relationships that you don't want to be like. mm, oh of course, yeah you know if if you're around married couples or people <clears> in relationships and they're miserable or you know, you're like, oh, I don't ever want to sound like that, then don't take advice from them. I know it sounds simple, but it's not as simple as said. So just keep that in the back of your mind as you're moving forward.
0: The ones you don't want advice from typically are the ones that are chiming in unsolicited advice The very first people. Yeah,
1: absolutely. All right, guys, we'll we'll see you next time. Um, If you love this, if you want to know, we are open book. So (laughs) ask us questions, we'll address them. Send us messages, we'll address them right here. And as always, thanks for tuning in.
0: Thanks for joining us on today's Macro Millionaire Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a millionaire review. Until next time, keep working toward the abundant life you deserve.